0: Welcome to episode number 33 of the Unmapped Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about life, upbringing, education, ideas, morals, current events, politics, passions, and more. My guest today is Irving, and we're going to be talking about everything and specifically focusing on his passion for dance. Something like that, yeah. All right, so let me explain it to you. Mm -hmm. What I like doing is getting the full story of like someone's chronology, like their timeline from Mm -hmm. like kind of like where they started to where they are. So I think to really get everything, you, we need to start at like your, your parents' origin stories, a little mm-hmm. bit about them, your know, upbringing through childhood. So elementary, middle school, the high school you went to, and then focusing more on how you went from your high school to getting to Stony Brook University, and then we'll start talking about college. And along the way, I kind of want a little bit of a focus on dance because mm-hmm. I know that that's a big passion of yours, yeah. and I think that's definitely had like a big impact on everything you've done until now.
1: Yeah, yeah no, totally. I mean, like, I'll probably throw a little bit in, like, my passion about like teaching too, because it has to do a lot with like everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I mean, you just want me to start? Yeah, yeah, just go for it. Yeah, cool, I mean, so, (laughs) let's see, my parents, um, so they're both from Taiwan. Okay. And so my mom and dad both were like dirt poor. Um, My mom grew up on a farm, and my dad grew up somewhere. (laughs) So like, It's, it's hard to talk about, like, it's hard for me to find, like, exactly what happened, because, like... It's
0: kind of, like, hazy. Like, you it's don't hazy, really know, yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. really
1: talk about that stuff. Coming right. from, like, uh, like traditional, you know, Asian parents, mm-hmm. they don't really talk about themselves like that. And so, uh, well, I mean, my mom, she had a drop out of high school. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. She went through high school, didn't go to college, cause she had to work for the family. Um, so your mom went to high school in the US in Taiwan, in Taiwan okay, yeah okay. They immigrated here about 30 years ago okay and they're around like 50 60 now. So, so like in their early 20s. So uh, I want to say it might be a little later than that actually okay, some like that's the thing it's it's all it is so <laughs> hazy, bro they don't talk about this yeah yeah well yeah I mean um, my dad finished middle school and then he went to the military. Oh, really? Yeah, so he. Okay. Oh, his education, like, not there. But uh, he went to the military and he was, uh, like, a taekwondo instructor for. Really? Yeah, Man, that's interesting as fuck. Yeah, no, dude. My dad's story is, like, really interesting, but he never uttered a single word about it. And I literally. Look, yeah, I looked through scrapbooks. I, like, dig up his right, scrapbooks like, and then I found out, like, what the fuck? Like, this is my dad? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. He used to be, like, one of the greatest, like, greatest. What a a weird word to use, But, like, he used to be, like, one of the best, like, practitioners on the island. Really? Like, wow. He taught, and then one day he, uh, he fucked up his hip, I think. Mm -hmm. Fucked up his hip. He just, like, never went back to it? Yeah, ruined his career. Like, he couldn't go back to it without, um, risking something, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, he's lived a really hard life. Like, he, um... He was like always oh, like discipline kind of guy he yeah, went yeah. to the military becoming a martial arts instructor he's big on discipline and uh, he's he has like um he has a hard time I guess like working with people mm-hmm. and so that that's really him and he wasn't do you think it's working with people or like working with people who kind of don't have the same mentality. Uh, Could he uh, You know I think this is what I mean He has a problem With incompetence (laughs) (laughs) Yeah 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 So So like He'll come home from work And oh man It just be like Bitching about his coworkers All day
0: uh, no, my, my dad's like that, because yeah, uh, right. my dad's been in the NYPD for, like, 15 years. Oh, dude. But, like, he, he's a supervisor now, but, like, when he sees, like, some of the people around him, it's like, they're not doing anything. Like, I don't get yeah. why they're not doing anything. Like, should be doing something. Yeah. Um, and he worked his way up, because he did
1: something, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like, and that's what, that's what the positions, like, higher up are there for, is people right. who actually care. Exactly. You know? It, it's, like, it's crazy sometimes, where... It's like, yo, we really pay these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and it's kind of hard, but um, that's honestly just the reality. Like, dude, my my experience here, and I guess it's just like going into college a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But dude, when I was contacting the offices here for like grad school and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, my courses they're really oh, bad. They're really bad at their job. Oh my oh. god, you fucking right, <laughs> absolutely fucking right, man. Like, literally, it was like. Dude, I would get left on red for lack of better terms. Like I would get left on red with all my emails. Also, like
0: I had this conversation with uh, James and Previn, and uh, one of our friends. He he transferred here from Boston College. Mm -hmm. Um, He was telling us how in Boston College when he was a freshman there, uh, the the advisors would only have about ten students that they'd work with. Mm -hmm. So they like hold you hand your hand through the process. Like they would get lunch and help you schedule like with you. Like, they buy you lunch, take you out, and help you make your schedule and stuff like that. And we're talking about the yeah. resources here. It's like, they couldn't give less of a fuck about, yeah. like, what happened to you. a
1: fact, dude. And, and it's like, messed up. Yeah, no, because I work with a lot of them as an orientation leader. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them, yo, bro, I'm telling you, without the OL, sometimes, these kids would be fucked.
0: What's dude. the OL?
1: Orientation leader. Oh, okay, area. orientation leader, okay. And so, like... Is that
0: Thunder. Yeah, that's thunder, yo. Dude, that thunder's been going on for like 10 seconds. This is coming through the mic. I was like, holy
1: shit. <laughs> Damn. Are oh, you hearing everything? Yeah, that's I mean, cool. yeah, I
0: hear it through the thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I thought there was someone moving a chair outside, but it kept going. I was like, who's moving a chair for that long? Yeah, that was a long ass it's <laughs> That's, that's going to sound pretty, pretty bad. Okay, anyways. <laughs> okay,
1: <yeah. laughs> I mean, it's just like hard because there's so many students that come in, you know? Right. You can't always fall in love with every one of them. It's still going. It is still going. It... Gee, that looks like a...
0: Like, a uh, like Luke is about clap? to happen. Yo, <laughs> Like, what is going Is North Korea like, on? Okay, all right, um, I'm going to do They shook hands already. Yeah. Show- <laughs> Actually, no, I saw it on the news earlier today that they might not uh, go to the meeting. In, I think it was scheduled for June or July mm-hmm. because of the fact that there's still uh, South Korean military activity going on that's in relation with the US. Oh, man. But let's keep it on the bright note. Let's keep it yeah, on the yeah, bright. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Just um, so talking about your uh, dad, work ethic, uh, OL leaders. That's where we were at. Yeah, um, I mean, that was basically it, it's just like, it's hard because we got so many students here. Yeah,
0: yeah, and not enough resources. Exactly. It's just the, 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 not the proportion, yeah, the proportion of, like, students to to leaders is, is it's just, it's, it's too high. Yeah. I mean, Um, you got the money to pay everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did your parents meet in the U.S., or did they meet in Taiwan?
1: They met in Taiwan. Okay. Yeah, and they, uh, they came here to start a family, so... I mean, that was pretty nice. It was really rough for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't know the drop of English kind of thing. Right. Like, they just found whatever jobs they could, stuck with it, and wrote it. Yeah. And, like, I honestly, like, the more I learned growing up, like, the more I was like, how the fuck did you guys do yeah. this? no,
0: that's straight facts. That's <laughs> really. Because every, every, I've had a lot of guests on who've had, like, immigrant parents. Yeah. that's a lot of us right now. Um, And every single one's like, yeah, like, my parents just came here, had no idea what was going on and like they just made it happen um peter's mom actually she she immigrated here with Mm -hmm. two daughters didn't know any english just came to the u.s yeah that's wild that's crazy
1: especially with the kids and like
0: and like there's people our age that are worried about all this stuff it's like like just just work and you'll be fine like our parents just put in the work and look where they are for a lot of us not for everyone but yeah for a lot of us who are who have like established parents and like have found a foundation it's like they can do it. Like, you, you can do it, too. Just exactly. keep working.
1: And thats it's hard to keep in perspective for some people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's also a big reason, like, why it's also hard for us, like, immigrant kids mm-hmm. to, like, understand people's, like, you know, struggles sometimes. Yeah, Because yeah, it's right. just like, what? Just yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, yeah, that's something I struggle with today, too. Like, I When not- you see some people,
0: and it's like, oh, man, like, I don't know if I can make this happen. It's like, what do you mean? You just put in the time. Exactly. Just put dude. in the time. You'll make it happen. But some people just don't have it uh so some people don't have that immigrant mentality <laughs>
1: yeah exactly and, i mean it doesn't exactly come with experience you know it's yeah. either you like have the mindset or you don't yeah and, uh, and like well i mean the thing is like being an ra mm-hmm. taught me like you know no matter what like if i'm angry or you're angry it's both the same emotion yeah so it could yeah, be th- yeah. about different things so like i can't invalidate you on that so. that's
0: true i mean it's their their perspective is completely different yeah. from ours that's so. just like the disclaimer you know yeah. i, mean? I, I want to be like man
1: fuck all y'all that can't put in the work you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. yeah i mean everyone's at a different walk of life exactly, doing something bro. different that's a huge thing um
0: so do your parents when they came to the u.s did they come and kind of settled in one spot found their foundation pretty quickly or did they move around a lot
1: uh they i guess we only did one move okay and it was, uh, we used to live in Queens. Oh, really? Up I in, didn't know that. Yeah, up until what, I was what around. What part of Queens? Uh, we were around, I'm not sure exactly the area, but like, we were around Casino Park. Casino, oh,
0: okay, I know where that is. Yeah. That's not that far from me. I used to, well, I don't live in Queens anymore, but mm-hmm. I used to live in Richmond. No, I'd
1: say it's like 15, 20 minutes from Casino Park. Oh, word? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, so you understand the whole Queens, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I may have moved to Long Island, but I still, you know, I, yeah. I still fucks the Queens. Oh, dude. Yeah. Dude, if someone
0: asked me today, like, if they're like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'll be like, "I'm from the city. I'm from the city." Yeah, like I'm not gonna be like, oh, "I'm from Nassau County." No, I'm from the city, right? <laughs> I'm yeah, not gonna, Nassau County sounds boring. It sounds boring. Though. Exactly, it's not the same. Yeah,
1: I'm from Nassau County. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah. This was, but the crazy thing, the funny thing, dude. I mean, like this also could have been a blessing because that kept mm. me out, like you know, street life and like being a bad kid and shit. Because right. I totally could have seen myself being one. But it was funny. Cause really? One, yeah, <laughs> I, I totally. Honestly, I get really influenced by the people around oh, me okay, and their okay. lifestyles. So like, I totally could have been like on the streets and drugs and all oh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I got saved. Also, please. in in the
0: city, I mean, there is a lot more of a population that could influence you. Like, exactly. Like there's one, there's the population density is a lot higher. So you mm-hmm. just are around more people. So probability wise, you're going to find more people that are like bad seeds. Exactly. So, I mean, I mean, you can't do anything about that. Like when you're in that environment, you just have to hope for the best. Yeah.
1: It's not like when you're a kid, you're going to be like, yeah. "Oh, I know exactly. Yeah, exactly. The kind of thing, you know? Yeah, um,
0: so when did you, you so your parents originally were in, in Queens mm-hmm. Park? So when did you move out from that
1: area? We moved out when I was around, oh, maybe when I was around like four or something.
0: Oh, this was pretty early on, yeah, it was pretty okay. early on.
1: And it was like, because my it was oh my god, I laugh about it even though I shouldn't, but like it was because one day my dad was walking around the park and there mm-hmm. were gunshots. Oh, and shit. then he went home and he was like, we can we're, the really we're out, gonna out, out. We're done. This yeah, is it. exactly, we're <laughs> fuck out of here, dude. Oh my god. Right? so we moved to Lynbrook. Nassau Name County. Park.
0: Okay. Oh, so you're in Nassau County too now. Yeah, I'm um, Nassau. What yeah, you know, that's why I understand <laughs> what you're talking
1: about. Wait, where are you from?
0: I'm in a New Hyde Park. New Hyde park. So like, I'm like the cusp of the Queens yeah into, into yeah. Nassau County. Yeah, so it's that. not it's not that bad. It could have been worse because my area is still like pretty uh, pretty densely populated. Like yeah. there's a good amount of people, and like I can get to places without having to take a car, which I yeah, think is that's big. Nice. Because because there are parts of Long Island where it's like you can't go anywhere without a car. Yeah. Exactly. And, like I couldn't I couldn't live there. Yeah. I feel you, dude.
1: Um, yeah, no, so, like, we moved into this white-ass neighborhood, <laughs> and, like, basically grew up, grew up there, um, and, like, I, I want to mention the taxes. in yeah, That taxes are really high. Yes. Um,
0: but, wh- I mean, I think it's worth it. I actually had this conversation with my uncle recently, it's, like, yeah. talking about the schooling system differences. Mm-hmm. The only reason I had a good education, I, you know, I'd say I got lucky, but mm-hmm. it was my parents pushing me and all that, but, like, getting into a specialized high school, yeah, nice. like, that changes the course of my life. Which like, one? You know, I went to like, QHSS. Uh, the one at your college yeah I know so if I didn't go to that school I would have ended up at a public school probably would have ended up with bad influences probably would have gone down a completely different route yeah but like I got lucky and I ended up at a good school but like now seeing my brother now like he like he won't have that influence like everyone in the school is like pretty like well off like they're coming from good families the parents care way more right and um, you know having high taxes have a better schooling system exactly his school has so many resources it's crazy
1: yeah and that's amazing because like I used to fuck around to like a research lab. I used to do a lot of research in high school. Really?
0: Okay, so I had that conversation with Proven recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were sa- I was saying how I think research is pretty uncommon among high school students. Mm-hmm. But uh, surprisingly, I'm finding more and more people that have done research in high school.
1: Yeah, I mean, being on the island, I don't know if like the people you talk to were from the island.
0: Not them. Well, Proven was from, he's from Westchester. Oh, so man. he got the opportunity there. But yeah, that's so who, who did I talk to? Uh, t- Peter went to a community. He didn't do research. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I've talked to that many people from the island. But, um... So, like, what research did you do in high school?
1: I did a lot of, like, um... It was, like... It was... It was, like... uh, Okay, so, uh, generally, it was around, like, plants and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But we worked with, like, protein biochemistry. Okay. Stuff like that. So, I I love that shit. Um, It's very specific. exactly. But, like, I talked to a lot of people because I used to go to tutoring courses in mm-hmm. the city because that was where my mom worked. Okay. And I would try and talk to them. Like, oh, hey, anybody do research here? And like, not a- What age was this? It was in high school. Okay. All of high school. Okay. I would like, because that's when I started research. And then, like, I'll be like, hey, yo, anybody research? And literally, fucking crickets. Right? And really? it, it was like, it was like, I didn't realize because my taxes were so high. I mm-hmm. used to hear my parents complain about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's what gets you you know, the resources you need. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's funny. Cause I used to hear about my parents complain about that and they're like, Oh, the tax is so fucking high here. I'm like, Oh, so why did we move? Mm-hmm. And then my parents actually get offended when I say that. Cause they're like, we moved. Cause like you, yeah. You yeah. My, br- my brother's
0: in that same situation. He's yeah. 14. Mm-hmm. So he's about to start high school. Damn. And, like, whenever my parents are talking about it, it's like, oh, everything's expensive, everything's this and that. My brother's like, it's like, oh, like, we're poor. Why did we decide to come here? And like, we look at him and I'm like, I'm going to smack you. Yeah, Like, we're here dude. for you. Like, yeah. because you'll get more stuff here. But, like, he doesn't understand that. Yeah. He doesn't get that difference. Like, like he, he sees the difference in, like, our lifestyle now. Mm-hmm. But to him, it's not, like, a huge difference. Like, really? Because he's still, you know, playing games on the same TV. Yeah, that's true. Like he's going out, but like it's it's, it's not that like he doesn't see the actual environment shift yeah, as well as like, exactly. like like someone like me. It's like my parents actually moved in uh, my junior year of college, mm-hmm. so it was pretty recent. Um, so one weekend I go home, I go to Richmond Hill. Next week I go to Long Island, mm. and like I like start walking around my neighborhood. I start like seeing all the houses, all the people, and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, this is a different world. Exactly, it's just completely different. Like this environment is. Like, not what I'm used to. Exactly. And, like, he, he doesn't see that. Because to him, it's just, like, just in another house. It's the same shit at a different house. Yeah. And, like, he just, he, he doesn't understand it. He'll, he'll get it when he's older, I hope.
1: Exactly. That's the crazy thing. Because, like, kids these days, they can be young as fuck. But they can be, like, I know the whole world like the back of my yeah, head. There ain't yeah, nothing yeah. else to learn. It's crazy once you just go out. It's because they, they, they're so adjusted
0: to just, oh, I can just Google everything. So, they assume yeah. they know everything. And I'm not going to lie. I was like that, too, when I was a kid. Same. Not to the same extent as it is now. I was still like that. But, like, the fact that he can Google everything, he assumes, like, that triumphs all experience. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I used to think that when I was younger, too, I was like, oh, like, like what do you guys know? Like, you're from, like, you know, back home. Like, he's exactly. not that educated. And, like, I think about it now, it's, like, it doesn't matter. Like, their experience in just, like, doing things trumps me yeah. being educated in the U.S. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Let's see. Um, so, we're in high school now. We've kind of skipped over, like, middle school and uh, uh, elementary school. But I don't know if there's anything that's really important. I think, I think the important factor is the fact that you're in Nassau County. But other than there's that, out. I don't know if there's anything... You'd like to point out? I mean,
1: generally, it was just, like, tough time in the family. It yeah. was, like, we were, you know, trying to get the funds and mm-hmm. shit like that. We are moving into the new house. Uh, parents working on and off. I'm talking about almost every fucking day. Like, my dad, all the way up until, I think I hit college, mm-hmm. he worked 14 hours a day. Jeez, One day off of the week. So oh God. and That's like, work ethic. Exactly. Yeah, it, took a, it took a huge toll on him. Mm-hmm. And, uh during, like, growing up and stuff like that, we have run into a lot of family problems. And especially, it was just, like, um, it was just really hard, you know? It was, like, the hard times and shit like that. Right. I was going to school. I was, like, the only Asian kid among, like, three others in our school. I got bullied a shit ton. And so... Like, you got bullied for I, I had a Asian? fair share of my fucking bullying, boy. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it was, like, even in the family, because my cousins were, like...
0: So what, what would they say for, to like... Being, because I've never, I've actually, this is the first time I've actually heard being bullied for being Asian. Because being bullied, because I was talking to Peter about being bullied for being an African American, yeah. relatively white neighborhood, mm-hmm. and that's like a pretty common occurrence. Yeah. Whereas, like being Asian, I don't hear that. You don't hear that that often.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be like slightly offensive in a little way. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm just like completely joking, though. I mean, like, <laughs> so like you're brown, right? Yeah, yeah. So you understand the the aroma of food. Yeah. 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 So I would take my dumplings that my mom would <laughs> me- meticulously wrap okay. for me okay. to give me my nutritious lunch. <laughs> and bro, when I tell you it was hell. It was hell going to school and eating that shit because I opened the oh, okay. container so they to give you shit for the smell of it. And, and so what you eating Asian boy like that
0: type of shit. Exactly. Okay, the okay. kids
1: would be like, Ooh. you know they like, "Oh shit. What the fuck?" And then like like I don't know, somebody's friends could be on like other side of the yeah, cafeteria, yeah. and they would hear it and be like, "Oh shit, he opened it again." It was fucking. Oh my bro. god, that shit would never and then, pass. I
0: think that's funny. Ten years later, right now, at our age, yeah. like I'm not gonna, this is not generalized for everyone, but a lot of white people be like, "Oh damn, like how do y'all use spices?" Like, exactly. How do you, bro. How do you use spices? Why does your food taste so good? It's no. like cause, it, cause we use stuff. Like we had add other turns things to it all the way it. around. Yeah. It's
1: crazy. Honestly, <laughs> I always think back. I'm like, damn, we make it all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I I didn't know this was possible you know what I mean I grew up with all of them and I was like you make fun of one, you make fun of one of them and oh shit all yeah, the boys yeah, yeah, come yeah. up on you so I mean yeah I mean dude it, I, I, I would say I went through like a classic nerds childhood like, okay. through middle and uh elementary and middle school sounds so like me I would get picked on for like being a nerd so like yeah, the yeah, whole Asian yeah. thing I wasn't good at sports it's like all oh, you you could have math like that type of stuff exactly yeah, okay, bro yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was so funny because, like, back then, I think this just has to do with, like, I guess my, I guess my, like, social intelligence. Mm -hmm. Um, Back then, I think it was, um, because honestly, like, I would make fun of myself just to, like, make people around me happy. Right. You know, and back then, we didn't know any fucking better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, fucking, they'd be like, oh, you bust out the Asian food again. I'd be like, oh, ha, ha yeah. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I so, forgot my chopsticks at so home sad. too. Oh, I'm sorry. You but when you
0: play with it, it's like, it's a, it's a good way to, like, stop it from, from them to keep going. Because exactly. once you start making fun of yourself, they're like, oh, like, yeah. he's on the joke like no where do we yeah, go exactly. where do we go from here exactly. like,
1: yeah. that's the only way to stop
0: it. yeah it really is oh, that sucks especially that sucks with so these bad. savage
1: ass kids yeah it's probably I mean
0: yeah. yeah Um. so was did dance come into your life in like earlier than high school was it around high school or was it actually in college
1: yeah it's funny cause like um, when you were talking to me before, like in the beginning, you're like, "I want to put a focus on dance and everything yeah, like that." Yeah. I'm like, "That shit didn't even come until like end of high school for me." Really? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's when pretty, I started like, like the whole K-pop phase. Okay. <laughs> I was in my room doing like K-pop dances and shit, looking bad. K-pop as
0: hell. one, K-pop is on the rise right now. Yeah. Um. Two, their dancing is on a different level. There's um. I don't know if you've seen the song "Mic Drop" with Steve Aoki. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a K-pop group, and like the choreography of that song. The dancing that they do mm-hmm. is just on a different level. What? It's on a... Di- it's like... I, I want to say it's like almost Chris Brown level of like dancing, mm-hmm. which that says a lot. That's pretty good. So that says a lot. Yeah, yeah no, for a fact. <laughs> um, uh, but the thing is, it's like five of them because they have the whole group thing, which I don't know. Do you know that the reasoning behind that? Like, why is K-pop always like that group format? In groups? Yeah.
1: A big part of it is just the marketing like okay. tactic. It's like you get to have a different personality for each person. Mm-hmm which a lot of the times is molded mm-hmm. for media exposure. Um, but it's like it gives fans a bigger chance of liking the group if they find oh, a favorite amongst
0: them. Okay. That's mm-hmm. actually pretty that's kind of smart but it's also kind of fucked up. Cuz like I know I know the way that they go about forming these groups is very forced. Yeah. The way it's managed is like record labels back in like the 70s and 80s where it's like they kind of take all the money that they're bringing in. A um, lot of it, yeah. Yeah, which is it's messed up. But I think now because of like uh, um, being able to put everything up on your own, I think it's like on the rise, like more an, on an individualistic level. Yeah, because I know cool. um, I don't know if you know who uh, Filthy Frank is or Joji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you know because a lot of, of people don't know Filthy Frank, and like I show them, they're like, "What is wrong with you?"
1: I'm internet woke, bro. Don't okay, worry good, about good, it. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like he's he's doing that whole thing with 88 Rising, uh-huh. um you know, with Rich Sugar and all of them, and yeah, like they're really like they're bringing, they're bringing it up, and like a lot more people are like, "Oh, this is it's
1: pretty good. It's different, but this is cool." Exactly. Yeah. And, like, it's more exposure to the culture. Not exactly, kind of like, yeah. exactly. So when was it in high school that you got introduced to, to K-pop? Uh, it was originally from my sister because she used to be a fangirl about that stuff. Okay. And I thought it was annoying at the time. But then, like eventually, I started listening to it a little bit, and mm-hmm. I fell in love with Big Bang, which is like mm-hmm. a huge K-pop group. Okay. And um, so I started doing like their dances and stuff, and we had a multi. So you're just like,
0: in, like little Irving, just in his room, just like just. <laughs> when I, when I don't
1: <laughs> download the fucking mirrored version okay. of the oh, dance shit, practice. <laughs> I've playing That's commitment. I'd be like, oh, Yeah, bro. I was like, this is really cool stuff, and I was always like the lame kid. So I was like, you know, if I can't do sports, right. then I'm a damn. Gonna that's that's pretty
0: cool. That you were like, oh, like, this is, this is a way for me to, and, and I think, because I, I found that out way later on, so now I'm, like, like more towards, like, being an adult, mm-hmm. right? well, I still want to dance, I want to learn how to dance, yeah. but, like, trying to learn now, I think it's almost analogous to trying to learn how to swim now, where it's kind of humiliating until you can do it, because you're so old already,
1: because mm. I can't
0: swim either, and I don't want to learn how to swim at the same time. That's a
1: good point.
0: Cause, Cause, it's humiliating. Cause you know you're it gonna suck at first. It is. Yeah,
1: it's completely humiliating. When
0: you're a kid, you have that. I don't care. Like I'm just learning. Like no one's gonna say anything to a little kid trying to do something new. Really.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. Like that's why I did everything. I I, I taught everything like basically by myself. I'm mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Like I can self teach very well. Like I taught myself. Um, I would watch my dad do uh, martial arts on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Like he used to practice. I would watch him and I'd learn and I'd practice it later. Do you know what kind of martial arts he did? He did Taekwondo, yeah. Taekwondo, okay, okay. And oh, looks pretty heavy in Taiwan Taiwan,
0: right? It's the Taiwanese based mm, sure. it, uh, it's Korean. Korean,
1: it's Korean, Korean, Korean based. Yeah, okay. It's more there
0: is what is it? Is Muay Thai from, no. That's Thailand. That's Thailand, that makes mm-hmm. sense, yeah. Um yeah. there's what is from Taiwan. Some for arts, I don't know, whatever. Let's keep it's it really
1: down. it's hard to say no, nowadays yeah.
0: to be honest. Well, I mean I, I in the in uh, MMA the two heaviest used forms of martial arts are mm-hmm. Muay Thai and uh, and I want to say just wrestling are the two main ones components yeah um,
1: a lot of more time.
0: there yeah just because I think it's the most uh, dynamic form of martial arts because mixed martial arts is a bit is you know is everything it's everything yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Muay Thai is the one that's like can be used in the most circumstances
1: exactly it's literally created for like kickboxing yeah exactly yeah
0: so um, so you're in high school you're learning how to dance so this is like se- go, senior yeah. year of high school
1: uh, no, I was around like junior junior okay junior yeah and uh, the reason, like, I wanted to do it is because our multicultural club would put on performances mm-hmm. and stuff like that, that we'd have a night. And, I mean, I was like, fuck it, dude, I really want to, like, try. And so I started from there, taught myself, like, basic choreographies and stuff. Me and my, me and a couple friends would learn to dance, too. Mm-hmm. And so that made it fun, right?
0: Because then you got support now. Exactly. Yeah, you got a bunch of people doing it together. It's not just yeah. you. You yeah. can't really get... I feel like you can't get picked on as easily just because you have people backing you up too. Like you got people on your side.
1: Yeah. I mean, the multicultural club was filled with outcasts (laughs) anyway. like, we didn't have too many minorities. Yeah. So immediately we felt like, you know, peace in that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so I like, um, it was in high school that I also like started to sing. Um, like literally I just watched other people. Like my sister, she was in the chorus choir, everything like that. And I would listen to her and try and like How old is your sister? Uh she's a year and a half younger. She's twenty. Oh, she's right younger. Now. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I mean, yeah, just listening to her. Uh I mean th- and like basically like I told myself oh, like martial arts, thinking, mm-hmm. dancing. Um and the thing was like not that not that like oh, oh I'm so fucking proud, like I can do it. It's like it's more of the fact that I'm so happy that I didn't give a fuck if I looked terrible. Right. Because, dude, I used to sing sometimes for fun. My sister would tell me, like, stop squeaking. You know what I mean? Like, I sound <laughs> yeah, like... that's, sound that's like savage. A, yeah, like a rusty hinge, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I was just like... It hurt at the time, but, like... Um, we, we grew up in a family of tough love. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's... It was just the fact that, like, you know what? I know I'm gonna fucking blow at this right now. Right. But in the long term, like... It's gonna come to fruition someday. Yeah. And it was crazy, because, like... Just this semester, after, like... Five years, four years working with my uh, partner Carol Lou, mm-hmm. who we sing together. We finally won, won uh, like the best singing act for K night. Oh really? Yeah, good shit, good shit. After four years, and it was just like
0: so. You've done it all four, it all four years. All You're, four okay. years,
1: yeah. We just practice, 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 right. and it was just like, um, it was like it was really the mentality of like, do whatever you want to do, like nobody's there. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to sing, dance, like shit in front of everybody too. At all okay, the like yeah. the the parties and stuff like that, you you know it when when, the, <laughs> when when the white or Asian kid goes into the circle and everybody goes fucking bonkers. you are like, oh shit, you know. It's like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. that kind of effect. That kind of like I guess made it easier for me to go in, mm-hmm. but it all started from looking like shit. And uh, I mean,
0: everyone starts at the bottom. No one exactly. starts amazing. Exactly. And I think I think it's. A big part of it is that you always see people that are successful or it become something, and you don't think about the steps that it t- they took to, to get there. Right? You see them where they are today, exactly. but where did they start? You know, like what did they originally do? Like, yeah. Kevin Hart's a great example. Like Kevin Hart's super successful. Mm-hmm. I'd say he's the most successful comedian that's ever lived. Can't,
1: yeah.
0: He sold at a football stadium. Like that's that's that's, wild. that's crazy. And, you know, I was, I was watching an interview with him. He was talking about... Actually, I think it was on Jerry Seinfeld's show, mm-hmm. um, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Okay. Um, and they were talking about, like, his origin story and how he would do stand-up and, like, no one would listen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people make fun of him. They said he was bad. And, like... Yeah. That to today, like... Like, that... That didn't just happen magically. He just exactly. kept going. He kept doing it. He just... Repetitions, iterations until something came about.
1: Exactly. And, like, that's that's the hugest... Like, the biggest thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um... We're so rushed in our lifestyles, I feel like, that we don't... If we don't find success overnight, then we drop it. Yeah. A lot of us, like, do that. And I used to do that a lot. Instant gratification. Exactly. Want we want instant, instant gratification. gratification. In- our, our fucking brains are wired where if we don't get this dopamine release 20 minutes after I do some shit... It's I mean, not worth it. It's not worth not it. it. I'm done. It's over. Exactly. <laughs> and what really... So this is where dance really taught me something. Is where... um, Is where every, I I was told my first year, I went to a dance workshop, my first one, and I wanted to quit after the first class. But um, my friend told me these words. He said, every moment, so so he said, you don't really grow Mm -hmm. until you're pushing yourself past the point where you want to stop.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Exactly. You always... So there's like where your cap is right now. You mm-hmm. always want to push yourself just a little bit more. Exactly. And the best analogy that a lot of people... Because actually, yesterday I talked to uh, Provin and James about lifting. Because mm-hmm. we always talk about lifting. Yeah. But lifting is a perfect analogy for that. Where it's like every single time you go to the gym... and You know, you look at Provin now. like that's, He's a living yeah, example of it. Yeah, yo. Like, you just... You go in. You put a little bit more work in than last time. You push yourself a little bit more. Yeah. And it just compounds over time.
1: Exactly. And, yeah. Like, I mean... Even if, like, if you lift the same weights over and over again, you start to lose muscle, right? I, that's something I heard. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
0: well, n- not really. It it depends. There's just a lot of facts. We talked about this extensively yesterday. Yeah. But, um, the, you know, diet is one of the main things. Yeah. Uh, you know, what you're doing. It's, it's a lot of stuff. stuff. Yeah, I, I know about. there's a lot of yeah. stuff in
1: that. But, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I, I wasn't too good when I first started out, too. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I mean, like... It's crazy because I looked up to so many people in the dancing community here because there's a there's a fucked ton of talent here. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, for a STEM school, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's wild. We have so much talent here, and the thing that I feel like, um, I feel like what I want to say, I don't want to sound like big headed, right? But like, um, I think one of the things that separates separated me from a lot of the people that I dance with it was just like um I guess that exactly that mentality of like pushing you past where you want to stop
0: I I mean mean, I think it's because you've gotten adjusted I feel like I like scared you there (laughs) (laughs) a little bit when you started when you were you're so young you already got adjusted to the fact that like like you're going to suck you might be bad today but you could be better tomorrow yeah like I think because you had that from such an early age like it's kind of stuck with you at this age where you're pushing yourself still
1: Yeah, I was so lucky. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy because I wanna, I wanna say like, um, I was part of like the golden age Mm -hmm. of dancing. I'm not gonna (laughs) lie. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the people that I did my first auditions with Mm -hmm. became some of the best dancers on campus. Okay. And um, like, I'm. I don't wanna bullshit anybody when like I say. I say like I've really made my name here in Mm -hmm. the community um by the the style i dance the way i choreograph the way i choreograph Mm -hmm. etc like that and um i try and pass down a lot of philosophies to the next generation right i mean for the casby performances for the last two
0: no no uh, the other than last year the two years before that Mm -hmm. i think you did the choreography for both those performances for a lot of the events during the year
1: yeah, I would, I would usually have one one choreography in the set. Okay. And, like, it was, I would always get, like, really nice feedback and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's crazy because, like, um, I could feel that feedback and I could feel really good about it because it was those dancers who understood, like, the choreography. They, mm-hmm. They're like, oh shit, like, nice. Yeah, yeah, They understand all the work that comes behind it. You know what I mean? And since, like,. <clears throat> um, And I really felt that from people who gave me the feedback, like Mm -hmm. people who I used to look up to and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. still look up to, but this next generation, it's like, they'll, a lot of them, uh, let's see. A lot of them from what I see nowadays is like, they'll see crazy choreography, but they'll never have it in their head that it could be done one day Mm -hmm. just because it won't come tomorrow. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, rem- I remember, because
0: I talked to you last year, prior to the Casby performance, mm-hmm. and I, like, tried to talk to you about, like, uh, like if you're choreographing it, if you're doing the routine, you're like, you know, like, I can't, I can't do it anymore, like, I don't want to deal with this, like, yeah. it's too much, like, it's a lot of weight, Um, and on top of, like, how difficult it is to choreograph in general, if you're dealing with people who, you know, don't really want to put in that work to learn all of these moves, because it's going to take time. Yeah. Like, we, also, because is a very large um, group of, of dancers. yeah. Uh, for those of you who are listening who don't know what Casby is, what, is it's a China- what does it stand for? Chinese it's-
1: Association Stony bro. Oh, okay. okay. And the dance sense. team is called CDT, basically Casby dance team. CASB dance team. Yeah, and
0: yeah. Um, how many people are there in the... Because there's a lot. I want to say there's like there 30 There was a plus. lot.
1: Yeah. Um, during my years, is hovering around 30. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that was
0: about right. Um, so yeah, staying at 30 people, choreographing that many people. And also, I think you're the group that has the most succinct performance in terms of like all the people are kind of in sync Ooh, um that's crazy <laughs> um i uh i think it was a little off last year without you but not hey. i <laughs> but um you know like choreographing that many people if you have just one or two people who don't cooperate who don't yeah. put in the same amount as the person right next to them the whole thing falls apart yeah because now it looks off like you could see that one person that's kind of ruining the you know the succinctness of everyone else
1: yeah, it's a big thing, and it's just all about checking yourself, mm-hmm. making sure you're on this, around the right page, you're listening, to right. your stuff like that. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna do a quick shout out. She'll dude, never, dude. she'll probably never hear this, <laughs> but it, I was, I was on eboard, and I was, I was doing like a pretty lackluster job in the mm-hmm. beginning, where I would like do my homework on the side and study on the side and shit. But and then she, she like chewed me out one day in our eboard group chat. Her mm-hmm. name is Stephanie Flanagan. Shout out to you, Steph. Um, <laughs> But she chewed me out on in the group chat one day, and she was just like, dude, you're a fucking director. Like, like act,
0: act like it type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, okay. You
1: know, you don't find leaders doing sh- their own shit on the side. Mm-hmm. They're the ones running the vision. Like, right. The, you know, like, co- coordinating the path. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's crazy, because, like, I didn't realize that, you know? And I feel like a lot of people don't really understand... How important it is to become and look mm-hmm. like a leader.
0: I mean, you have to lead by example. Lead by example. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing. Yeah.
1: The biggest, like, yeah. The, um, like, I remember some advice given to me is like, if you're going to do anything, be a leader of anything in life, it's practice what you preach Mm -hmm. and literally you have to keep track of what you say Mm -hmm. because once you slip up everybody slips up. Yeah. yeah. Because they'll see it. They'll see it and
0: it'll it'll reflect on how they feel about whatever whatever the group is doing. Exactly,
1: dude. Right. And like it was really hard to deal with at the time but eventually like it showed. Mm -hmm. It was like it was just they made all the difference, basically. Right, like, right. people respected me as a leader and stuff like that. Okay. So, I'm
0: going to switch it back a little bit now. Sure, sure. So, we're going to go back into education. Mm-hmm. Um, So, for your uh, decision to come to Stony Brook, right? Mm-hmm. So, then we could also focus on dance once we get to Stony Brook. Yeah, Because, like you said, you went junior and uh, seniors when you were practicing. Yeah. Kind of prepared yourself to get to Stony Brook and fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, what? So, coming from an Asian you know, immigrant family background, I'm assuming sure. they push going to great school, going to college and all that stuff. What really pushed your decision to end up at this school? Um, and then, you know, after you got here, the decision for your major, uh, mm-hmm. all the stuff, you know, school oriented. And then alongside, like, how you became an RA and then how you started balancing that with dance on top. Yeah. Because you're balancing a lot of things here. Was, yeah. Also, really quick, before I get into that, I'm going to open the window because really yeah, it's really hot. It is hot. I know. Well. My, my room ends up. Uh, every time I do one of these. Yeah. I can't, I can't turn the AC on, because then you just hear the AC. Yeah,
1: if I ever, like, stray too far off the path...
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's my job, don't yeah, worry, Yeah, exactly, worry.
1: you know, bring it back, because sometimes I feel like, oh, damn, I'm just talking.
0: <laughs> no, no, I've, I've I've, had enough guests on the show so far, I'm going to put myself back in shot right mm-hmm. there, okay. I've had enough guests on the show where it's like, um, I've gotten used to when people lose their place. I didn't even close this, I did mm. uh, When people lose their place, yeah. but... um. Yeah, I've gotten, I've gotten used to, like, building your time your timelines in my head right now. Okay, perfect, <laughs> All right, so we're, we're in uh, junior and senior year high school, yeah. and we're making the decision... i saying we like I'm you right now. That's <laughs> yeah, no, cool, bro. You <laughs> part of my life? <laughs> the decision to
1: come to college uh, and how you ended up at Stony Brook. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I... Uh, originally, I was really pushed and influenced by, like, my family and my, like, high school tutor who I was very close at the time. They mm-hmm. all pushed me to do medicine. And so I applied to Sophie Davis, um, didn't get in. I applied to, like, Cornell, didn't get in. And back then, not going to lie, I, I was hot-headed. It mm-hmm. took me a long time to humble myself. Okay. I was hot-fucking-headed, and I was like, oh, i just get into one of these good schools, you know? Like, uh, I'll be fine. And, like, I get these rejections, rejections, rejections. It's a hit to so the ego? Exactly, yeah.
0: Dude, it's so... It's, literally every single time I'm talking to someone from Stony, they're like... Like I thought it was tough shit, you know. Yeah. And I ended up at Stony Brook, or I couldn't afford anything else, so I ended up at Stony Brook. Yeah. There's no one like I really wanted to go to Stony Brook. Yeah. And I got there. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it, right. Right. It's so
0: sad. I feel so bad every time. That's
1: an SBU story, right? <laughs> honestly, that's f- it's fucking literally page. everyone. Yeah. And like it was, it was honestly I didn't even feel too bad about it because mm-hmm. my cousin went here, so okay. I had a sense of comfort. Yeah. Yeah. In the fact like oh I know you know someone who went there and. Okay, they can show me the ropes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't show me the ropes. At all. (laughs) But, yeah, so the decision was just like, I know I'm doing science. Mm -hmm. It's cheap. And do you think doing
0: the research in high school, like, really pushed your decision later on to be like, I want to do science, something in, you know, uh, bio or something in chemistry or whatever it may be?
1: Yeah, the research really, really influenced me. Because my research mentor, who, like, he was, um, he was like a dictator, Mm -hmm. right? He was scary as fuck. But he did it just to like toughen us, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Very old school, um, and like I could probably never get rid of the psychological trauma he caused. But I'll always like res- <laughs> like literally, dude, this guy. Honestly, he was I thought the smartest motherfucker alive, mm-hmm. and I mean he probably is. But um, he like pushed me to like really learn the nitty gritty shit of bio. And I was like, dude, this this stuff is cool as hell. Right. And there was a protein challenge we used to do back in high school that was hosted here. And okay. I've seen Stony Brook already because of it. Oh, it's so that? Like,
0: yeah. You already had your eyes open to like what college looks like and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, Stony Brook. So yeah. I was just
1: like, hey, man, like, this is cool shit. Like mm-hmm. the whole bio thing, it was really him, mm-hmm. uh, my AP bio teacher, all my science teachers. They were all the funny ones. Oh, they okay. were all the funny ones. I'm telling <laughs> you, one of my, one of my grad <laughs> courses, um, my professor opened up the class with what, in a survey of America, what was like the most favorite trait? Most favorite. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> what was like the most desired trait of a teacher and what oh, yeah. was the least desired? Mm-hmm. Number one desired was humor. And number one least desired was dullness, basically. Because mm-hmm. that's what... Like, and then... And then you
0: fall asleep. Then you get the, the, the class naps, which are usually by far the best naps. Yeah. You know the ones where like, you're like, oh, shit. Bro, yeah. Like, bro. I got it, like I'm like, for shit. <laughs> like, like yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but those in-class naps where you hear... The monotone voice coming into your ear just sedates you. Yeah, it really Like, literally does. just sedates you. Like, you just fall out of it. It's
1: crazy, bro. I used to tell me, like, oh, no, this teacher will tranquilize you, man. <laughs> but, like, it was really that crazy. But, like, they were the funny ones. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck it. I want to be a, like, cool science teacher one day. And that okay. was, like, the surface, surface level yeah, yeah. stuff, you know what I mean? And, um, but, yeah, I went to college. I was like, all right, pre-med, I guess. Um, Yeah, no, dude, fuck me, I guess. I didn't know anything about being a doctor. I didn't know anything about medicine. Mm -hmm. I was nowhere, like, ambitious enough to be a doctor, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, just saying about all the work. Um, Yeah, I mean, debt,
0: a lot of people don't get until later on down the line in college. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a thing that I've been, because I've talked to a lot of people who know people who are going to middle school or have planned or that didn't go, and it's a, lot, it's a big message that I want to send out to, like, a lot of people out there. It's, like, oh, yeah. medical school is a commitment. Like, Colby Colby, Colby knew that was a commitment, like, yeah. early on. Like, his parents, like, told him. Like, he understood that he was going to school mm-hmm. for eight years, then doing a residency. Like, you got to know, like, that's eight years of your life. Yeah. Like, you can't come to college and be like, oh, I guess I'll be a doctor. I know, right? But yeah. You can't really. It's it's not the same. It's not the same as other majors. Exactly. Because if you want to go down that path, you got to know you want to go down that path. You got to have the GPA for it, the test scores for it. Like, you got to be, um it's a good way to put this. You got to stand out in a sea of people trying to stand out. Yeah. Yeah,
1: basically. Yeah.
0: that That's rough. Like, that is, and all those people want it. People <laughs> that are going to med school, they want it. You got to want it more than them.
1: Exactly. That's a yeah. big thing. And it's like, imagine you go through, like, most of that. Mm-hmm. Imagine the depression that will come if you drop out. Yeah, yeah. Like, all those wasted years yeah. and shit like that.
0: Like with Rami's Rami is a great example because I'm trying to get Rami on, but he's so busy I can't even you like need schedule that boy before. He I need goes. him. I need him on the show because yeah. that boy puts it in work, man. He does he? You know, dropping straight hundreds on orgo exams, like multiple exams. Like everyone like in the every class knows exam? him. Everyone, literally every,
1: literally almost every exam. He's
0: like, taken. like, and for those of you who don't know or don't go to Stony Brook, like Stony Brook, like orgo is it's a weed out course. It is in every other yeah. school too, but here it's like you fail, you fail. That's on you. And like, this goes back to the resource thing where it's like, mm-hmm. Stony Brook doesn't care if you're a C student. They're not gonna hold your hand through that. Yeah. You're either like a student, you're top of the class, you're gonna you're gonna kill it, or like you're failing. Like it doesn't matter. To, to people <laughs> a lot here. of it, yeah. And Rami, like back to back, is killing it, like hundreds, top of the league, top of the you know scoreboards, Leader on, of, uh, <laughs> leaderboards, leaderboards <laughs> of, of grades, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I see the kid, he's just like, yeah, I just gotta pull them all nighter to get these grades. Like I just have to do he's, it. Yeah, that's his favorite and, line. And he's he's just like he takes it. Like he just knows that I need to, he needs to do that. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people can't do that. I can't do that. Like I like I'll, I'll attest it. Like I've done one all nighter and it wasn't even to be productive. It was because <laughs> everyone else around me was doing an all nighter. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'll study <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, was bothering, man. I was bothering people. <laughs> yeah, I'd be that person <laughs> but too. I can't I can't commit to an all nighter. I couldn't do it. I'd rather sleep and do bad. Like so I wouldn't make it to medical school. I wouldn't have the grades for it. I
1: mean it's crazy, right? Yeah. It's really like a special skill to yeah. do it all night. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, that's the whole thing with medical school, man. I was just not ready for it. Yeah, it's an early, it's an early on like decision. You need to know. You need yeah. to know. And it's the anxiety of like constantly making sure your grades are there. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. I was I was taking my scholars one on one course. Literally, like the chapter quizzes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the class was either pass or fail. Mm-hmm. And it didn't count into your GPA. Yeah. Bro, I would get a ninety two on a quiz or some shit. I start. I start going. Oh. <laughs> I start, I, I go on the walls and, like, drag myself down. <laughs> Like, but, like, it was, it was real yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. Like, the anxiety was fucking That real, used to happen bro. to me
0: freshman year, man. When I used to do bad on tests, like, i come back and, like, i start hitting things. I was just like, fuck, like, yeah. why, why did that happen? And there's just one time where Proven gave me a lesson. He was like, dude, like, do the best you can. You just did it. Like, you did it. You just got to do it better next time if you don't do well. Yeah. And, like, you got to be mentally, like, 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 you got to have that solitude. Like, I got to be up for it. Cause, yeah. Because in college Like shit hits you Like shit goes wrong All the time All the time
1: Yeah Ain't no And, and, and like nobody's there To hold you Yeah hand. exactly mean, You gotta be your own rock Sometimes yeah. man And like it's um Fucking Woo What do they wanna say What do they wanna say Solitude Rock Mental fortitude Rock man Be a rock <laughs> Yeah something like that Med school yeah, but I mean, <laughs> something yeah, it's like gone. that. It's <laughs> yeah, no, it's completely gone.
0: But, so uh, yeah. uh, I want to switch it back to, um, so when did you decide your major? Because you, yeah, you did yeah. do pre-med track, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when did you decide that you were going to keep going with it and kind of pursue the whole medical
1: field? Yeah, so um, it was in high school, basically. I was just like, Mom, I'm not sure exactly what I want to do. I don't mm-hmm. know if I want to be a teacher or a doctor. Mm-hmm. And so like at the moment, I was just like, oh, fuck it, I'll be pre-med for now. It stopped fall semester. Once that was done. First, first semester, fall first semester? First fucking semester. Really? Bro. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> I was like, no, fuck it. And, like, look, someone I really got an O to owe to, um, to help me, like, guide myself yeah, to yeah. what I really want to do. Because, um, like, me growing up, it was. It was the immigrant family who was just like, We need we need, money. <laughs> we need the money. Right? And it was just like, oh man, fuck, like I hear all this shit about teachers not getting paid, all yeah, doctors yeah. and uh huh yeah, ching ching <laughs> and then uh, yeah. So it was really hard to understand like, oh I can do what I want in this life. Yeah, yeah. And it was really my ex at the time, um, who really showed me like do what you wanna do. And she taught me that it was insane. Oh my god bro I could I could spend a whole fucking day Talking about her like, how it. She Talk, talk her? about whatever
0: you think Is important Well I mean what yeah we're here for
1: So just real quick Like she uh, We dated back in high school For mm-hmm. about a year and a half She was top of the line Of her class In a top of the line School on Long Island She went to Great Next South mm-hmm. Her name was Sherry And while we were dating At the time She put in Bro if you thought Rami was pulling all nighters Oh my god She was pulling all nighters to the point where it's not good for her well-being oh, yeah. at all. Like, yeah. she's probably shortened her life by a good two decades. But... Holy crap. She was valedictorian of the school. Like, she got, like, two and a half hours of sleep a night. She did That's that shit right. for, like, There's actually years. Uh, um,
0: a podcast I listened to recently with Morgan. Yeah. who's talking to a, a sleep doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to sleep you know how people try to do the thing where it's like you sleep a lot less on one day and then you sleep more another day that's that, terrible. that doesn't work like that at all oh apparently God. like the biomarkers for a lot of like diseases later on in life and like health issues mm-hmm. are very highly correlated to just having really bad sleep patterns sleep. yeah, yeah. Sleep is super important yeah. for mood regulation, for just, just general capabilities, functioning, cognition, all that stuff. Yeah, dude. All that stuff.
1: We got a fucking new, new major here, the, the sleep studies. Really? Yeah, health science, yeah. Dude, that's cool. That's the really specialization interesting. Now, that's yeah. really interesting. It's so important. Health,
0: I think um, right now, uh, when it comes to the medical field, mm. it's approaching or breaking the barrier of how tech started exponentially growing. I think that's happening right now in the medical field. What hey, you you thinking mean, like text, like, like, like you know how when technolo- technology, yeah. like like when we started, uh, was it the transistor, like transistor, oh happens, yeah, yeah, the right, and yeah, then yeah. just like things just like keep coming, like you yeah, know what I mean, yeah. and right now it's like technology is outdated every two years, boom, like, you know, like it's exponential, it just keeps getting like, crazier booming, and crazier. Yep. So when it comes to medical field, like, we we're kind of in like the archaic ages of medicine, where it's like, hey, you just take the shot or like this or that. It,
1: it seems very right. archaic, right?
0: Yeah, or like these pills, It's like very brute force. Like, you yeah. take antibiotics. It's like oh, let's just like nuke your entire gut. Yeah, Entire, you know? All the bacteria. Yeah. I took antibiotics and like I was constipated for like a week because like Oof. like I just had no like good bacteria anymore in my stomach. Right. But now it's like with with uh, with all the, the the technology we have, we're starting to use that plus studies and like analytics, mm-hmm. coupling it with medicine, trying to figure out solutions that are. More uh, efficient, or you know, more attuned to the human body.
1: Yeah, just like, just like nicer treatment. Yeah, you exactly. Know what I mean? it's, yeah, it's crazy. Um, fucking, talk, just talking about like medicine and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, since we're so medically focused at SBU. Mm-hmm. It was cool to learn about the medicine and the research that's developed here without having to, like, worry about it being my career later on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, shit, they're talking about some cool research. I should go suck up to them and be like, I really love your research. Can I, <laughs> can I work in your lab? Like, uh, you know, and then just tack on another thing on the resume. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I could just love it for being bio. Yeah. yeah. As a teacher, you kind of love your content area, mm-hmm. right? I would hope so. And it was just like, that was an amazing part. When I decided to become a teacher, it was all so that's that's the decision you made after your first semester. Right? After my first semester, nah. I was like, "Fuck it, dude! I'm going to grad school for teaching." Okay. And from there on out, it was everything became like so. Um, I guess so fun, you know, so mm-hmm. easy to love.
0: You became passionate about whatever passionate, you, what you were doing. Exactly. Whatever it what. Wow, that was horrible articulation. Uh, whatever it was <laughs> that you were doing.
1: Yeah. No, exactly like that, and a lot of people just not out here doing what they want to do. Yeah. Um. Fucking, I'll go through all my classes, and all my friends will say, they like, I hate it. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll be like, hey, that, that's going on. A plus on my course, e you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Like, you
0: took something away from it. Like, there was actual enjoyment Exactly. It. Yeah.
1: Exactly. It's not just a grade number. Yeah. I mean, fucking, it, it's, it's really hard, because there's a lot of cool shit going on right now. Yeah. Um. Just the other day, one of the professors from my grad course, she's working with, like, Big Pharma. Like, hundreds of millions of dollars are being poured into her project right now. What's the project? It's, it's, um, it's for cancer therapy. Okay. okay. And it's just like um, it's just like a lot of the people around me don't really care about it because mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't really in tune with the bio side of teaching because mm-hmm. um, they, they didn't really go to undergrad here. They go to grad school here for the whole teaching technique aspect, so they won't really be like, oh, yeah, I love bio. Okay. But coming from Stony Brook, someone, somewhere so bio-focused... You know, you can understand the shit that she's talking about. Okay. And...
0: Because, I mean, a lot of the courses that they give us are not, like, undergraduate courses. Like, they're, like, upper echelon, like, difficulty. Like, you're taking basically graduate courses here. It's some tough shit. Some really
1: tough shit. Like, it really competes with Ivys in Mm -hmm. terms of our STEM program. Yeah,
0: 100%. I'd say we... Other than the title have I, I we have Ivy League difficulty with a SUNY amount of
1: resources. Yeah, that label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The SUNY label like really dicks us down. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna
0: it's, lie. It sucks, but I mean our you we learn a lot. I I guess it's a good thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you learn a lot. Basically you learn <laughs> a lot, bro. And it's that stuff that's gonna push you farther in your career. Yeah. Like what name a teacher that you love that didn't spit out like some crazy fun facts sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? that's the shit that you get I, I think, I think learning. teaching
0: is one of the best examples of being passionate I feel like you can't be a good teacher unless you like love what you're doing like all, like, like you were saying like the, the funny ones were the ones that you kind of like went like deviated towards yeah. like all the teachers that I really remember that were good teachers mm-hmm. were the ones that enjoyed teaching yeah cause like they just wanted to do it they wanted to inspire these little kids or like you know say all this stuff about math or history or whatever maybe because they love that subject matter just talking about it yeah
1: bro like, completely that. Fucking, I'm, like, do you want to see a teacher walk in with a shaking hand, cup of coffee? Yeah, yeah. And, like, like hate, there's hate in life. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. is a sixth one today. Let's get through this one, boys. <laughs> like, I mean? <yeah, yeah>, like, <laughs> like, the energy of the content just, like, carries me through. And then you go
0: through the nap. you start getting sedated again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's
1: the thing, though. And it's, so, like, this is where I feel like, um, on top of teaching be my dream job, it was all the experiences that I got to have in my life teaching me about all this other different shit. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, well, just to go back to the dance thing, like, you don't see really, like, teachers, you know, someone's, yeah. like, when I say I want to be a teacher, like, you don't really imagine them being on the dance team. Right, right. A lot of you imagine someone there. that's just, like,
0: has cats. No has fans, cats, like, has, has a nothing. family at yeah, home yeah, or yeah, some yeah. shit.
1: Like, they come back, like, honey, I'm home. It's like, <laughs> you know I mean? Like, so, it's really cool to do a lot of different shit here. Because, not gonna lie, people at Stony Brook, we're not, like, your geniuses.
0: Yeah. Or you're just a bomb boy.
1: And, yeah, we're not hood rats either. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, we could act like hood rats. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're not, like, you know, shitters. You we're know technically, I mean? we're, we're queens. It's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine. I'm queens. Yo, queens. <laughs> but, yeah, we're, like, we're kind of in that awkward middle part. part. Yeah. We're, like, we kind of don't really know um, where we at. Yeah. And we just... We're just, like, normal people, you know? That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah, we're literally just normal people, and that's what makes SBU students so chill, I think.
0: I think so. Yeah. Everyone's, like, not to put it in a bad way, but everyone's kind of, like, average. Yeah. No one's, like, oh, like, I'm coming from this background and, like, doing this crazy stuff, and no one's, like, oh, like, I have absolutely nothing. It's, like, perfectly, like, like a lot of, and, and I've, I've talked to so many people so far, like, almost everyone that I've talked to has a very similar background, mm-hmm. very similar mentality. Um, and, like, approach the things that they do. Yeah. Um, I think that a lot of factors is, one, the fact that it's a SUNY, it's like, draws in that type of, you know, familial background. Yeah. And then, uh, two, is just being close to New York and, and the yeah. people that, that it drags in here, um, you know, being close so close to the city. Like, it's just a lot of people from very similar backgrounds. Yeah, dude.
1: Yeah. Completely that. Like, the diversity here. It's, it's crazy. It is just crazy. It's you cool. won't get anywhere else. You really won't. I'm telling you, like... Um, fucking dude until um until my best friends included like some brown people mm-hmm. uh, shout out to my Pakistanis hey like, and like um, my Muslim friends like I didn't know shit about that in yeah, high school yeah, yeah. and I guarantee you a lot of people who go to college will never, never. be exposed no. to some of that nope. stuff
0: and it's actually that's that's a f- uh, funny you mentioned that because uh, one of my guests uh, Ayan shout out to Ayan mm-hmm. he, he was on the podcast he actually has his own podcast it's yeah. called What Muslims Look Like hey. the entire purpose of it is like we don't look like anything. Exactly. We're just people. We're just out there. Like, for me, it's like, I don't look like, I look like, if anything, you think I'm Caribbean. think I'm like, Guyanese or Chinese. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So like, that the assumption that a Muslim looks like a certain thing is just wrong it's Dude. crazy until you're exposed to that like you're gonna have these assumptions exactly but you know coming from this background being at Stony Brook and getting exposed to that diversity really changes like your perspective on being able to talk to people exactly
1: and it all depends on like whether or not you're talking to these people yeah, yeah. whether or not you reach out yeah and, like being an all right, we're forced to reach out mm-hmm. so this shit oh man it really speaks volumes on how much you can learn from people mm-hmm. right like oh my god it's so funny like that I I didn't know what like Halal or Ram or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or fucking like you know, like people talking about shadi and shit. I'm like, oh, what's what's that? And like, oh yeah, I'm getting married. Like, yeah, it's you know,
0: it's different. It's a very it's different, different different culture.
1: Different, different, very fucking different,
0: man. But that's a good segue because you're talking about being an RA. So when did you make the decision to become an RA? And um you know, you it's a it's a tough decision because I I also freshman year. Um, and for those of you who don't know, like me and Irving have been friends since freshman year. It, it, it kind of sucks that we never actually had to sit down and have this conversation. Yeah, we never sat glad, down. Like glad we're having con- this right now. Yeah. But um, freshman year, I actually wanted to be an RA too. Mm-hmm. I went to the, two, you're supposed to go to like two events or something like yeah, that. Information and the yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. And then apply and all that. But then they hit me with the, oh, you got to move out. We pick your room. You don't have a decision. All that stuff, right? What the fuck? No, look, isn't, it, isn't that how it is? Wait. We- Oh like, like you don't get to pick your room Like they'll, they'll tell oh, you Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I was, I was, I was like, like Wait they, was they kicked like? you off no. no, no. <laughs> yeah, Like they tell you Like uh, the next year Like if you did become an RA They would tell you Where you'd be A residence at And all that stuff So that's a big decision I didn't make that decision mm-hmm. Because of the room I was in The people I was around I was like I can't I can't yeah. leave this Right you ha- I mean you and you, Yeah and 202 families the, yeah, <laughs> the gang If I left that I, I, My life would be completely different It wouldn't yeah. be where it is today I see all your photos going through college, bro. Like It's literally just all of us doing yeah. the same shit together. And then also growing at the same That's time. fantastic. <laughs> but I didn't make that decision. But you did. So, like, you know, what pushed you to make that decision?
1: Well, I mean... Well, first of all, shout out to my first RA, Masuma. Mm-hmm. She's, she's dope. She's really cool. I haven't talked have to Masuma before. Bro, I fucking love Masuma. And I'm old. Oh, God, I forgot. I, keep, I need to hang out with her. But, um... <laughs> I was double bro. It's so bad. But, um... She was so nice and so good and so on top of her shit. I was like, oh my God, I want to be like one. Mm -hmm. And that was really, it's whenever people like, honestly, it's hard, not hard. I'd say it's not very common for people to like be, want to be an RA. um, And be helpful. And like, not even that, but really understand the meaning of the job. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean,
0: you're supposed to be uh, someone that helps because it's always upper upper, uh, classmen. So, you're supposed to, like, help all these people that are in your building. Because I think you're usually dealing with lower classmen, right? Um, it could
1: be a mix. Oh, awesome. oh really? Mix, okay, yeah. never mind then.
0: Uh, it's, but you are working with your residents, kind of building a community. Exactly. I think that that's important. Because exactly. exactly. I remember, I was actually, uh, when I was in, at Hamilton that other time, mm. um you're making cookies for your entire yeah. you know, all, all your all your residences yeah. cuz was finals or something some something, something, something like that, like that. Yeah. <laughs> people are stressing me like i'm going to make them cookies zero mm. bomb cookies or cook cookies That's like, <laughs> no, <laughs> bro. yeah but yeah so like you, you know you went out of your way to make them cookies and i think um the fact that you want to be a teacher like that i think ties it together like you want to have that influence like be a positive vibe to people
1: yeah bro like just helping out and stuff like that it's it's where Um it like the parts where the job really matters is where it really shines and becomes Mm -hmm. rewarding. Right. Um, I'm shitty at bulletin boards. (laughs) I'll, I'll slap on some fucking At least you're not Peter.
0: Peter goes, I haven't, I've been like
1: two weeks behind, I haven't put my Bolton oh, boys. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, dude like, he's, he's not been doing the work recently. <laughs> dude, it's so crazy, because like, we all applied, right? Yeah. And like, we were friends from the beginning, we all fucking blow at Bolton boys. You look at Rami's, oh my God, oh, it they look Cool boys. No, they were,
0: <laughs> oh, bad. they were
1: bad, bro. And we'd make fun of it too, because like, hey, yo, who can do this later? Like, <laughs> who can do this more last minute? It was like, it was so fucking bad, you know? Oh my God. But we do the job where mm-hmm. it matters. And this ties into where I want to be, when I want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Why? A um, little backstory. Okay. Right? So, so when I was going through school, my teachers never asked me how I was ever doing. Literally, okay. like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah my, my house could go on fire and I could be like, like drooping the, the and they're day, just like, pay attention. yeah, and they're just like, "Hey, stop falling asleep, yeah. right?" And it was crazy because the first teacher that asked me was one that I didn't like, mm-hmm. and she was my econ teacher, and, and like I, f- I fell asleep really bad during because I would get no sleep because mm-hmm. too much work and shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and one day she asked me, "Hey, are you like, la- are you okay? You know what I mean?" And from there on out, I swore that I'd never sleep in a class ever again. Cause really? She was the only teacher that yeah, she had that much influence. Yeah, that's crazy. Those
0: little events like really change a lot. They change, yeah.
1: bro. They change everything, and it's where the same thing. Since we're going back to RA, mm-hmm. it's those moments where, like, you uh, someone may be like a dick, mm-hmm. right? And the number one philosophy in my life is that people are only assholes because they need love. Yeah. Yeah. And so, with RA, the part where it really matters is where you reach out to people with, like, you know, things that they don't really necessarily talk about. Right. They don't expose. They're not open to talk about. And, like, it's all masked behind. And it's hard for people to reach out to them because, like, they act like assholes, right? right? And so, I go through a lot of depression and stuff like that. and some. And when I was growing up... Um, like mental illness was like a stigma it wasn't talked about everything like that yeah it's not the same as it is today exactly and like our family has a history of terrible depression okay um, yeah it has, it's affected our family a lot and wow. like uh, yeah like like it's a genetic like, like it, you know that it like,
0: runs in your family like it yeah happens. It, it, happens. it runs <laughs> in our family
1: like it's it's really is crazy affected a lot of our relationships growing up um, it was like I mean this is kind of like a big thing but like in our family, um, a lot of people don't know. Like my grandfather took his own life. Oh wow! And, and so, like it, that was something else that really affected me. And growing up, just like through, this, yeah, right yeah. through high school, it's just like I didn't realize I was depressed mm-hmm. until college, and then someone asked me, like, I think you should go see someone because mm-hmm. the way I was acting, and it's like I thought to myself, I could have stopped this earlier, if. Someone had just, you know, asked me like, "What's like up? Talk to me." Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's that's what I'm really there for. That's what really matters. Where if, um, fucking what is it? Someone has a problem or something. Exactly, like that. and not everybody's there to catch it because I went yeah. through a lot of the same shit mm-hmm. that a lot of like, um, you know, especially immigrant families grew up with, just yeah, like yeah. the struggle and all these problems. And I want to be there for them, basically.
0: If you don't catch it in the early stages, it could snowball. Exactly. It could snowball.
1: It's the same mentality with police. Uh, no, not police. Fucking... I guess other other jobs where it's like, I want to stop the kids from going to prison mm-hmm. instead of taking care of them at prison. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to stop the kids growing up with, like, you know, depression and, like, just a toxic life uh, before they go out and be productive. You want to
0: try to uh, kind of stop the the resentful like like anger or whatever before it gets so bad that they make decisions that they sh- they could have not made
1: like exactly something
0: that could have been stopped that just didn't get stopped exactly with like a simple question yeah
1: that's yeah. that's really it like that's the whole thing with um, I, I would say our country is like very I mean it's you
0: know.
1: in our country there's
0: this thing and I was actually talking about this yesterday mm-hmm. with someone is there's this idea that if you can't handle a situation you, you're weak. Or, you know, you, you just, part, yeah. you don't know, you don't, it's, it's on you. Like there's something wrong. Um, or you should take a pill and just like it'll fix the situation. Yeah. And people are scared to talk about it to someone. Like I've, I've, you know, this is like, I'm, I'm okay with mentioning things. Like this is my show and stuff. Yeah, but like, I don't tell a lot of people this and I haven't told anyone this until recently. And like, mm-hmm. I thought about it. I was like, it's not that big a deal. Like I've gone to caps before. Like yeah. as a college student, that's not that big a deal. It and really it shouldn't is. be that big a deal. Yeah. If you're really stressed, if you don't know what you're doing and you need to talk to someone, I can go talk to someone yeah they'll that, that just I had one conversation mm-hmm. that was it I didn't have to go back I just like said it out loud talked to them got third person's perspective not a friend not family just someone that doesn't know me exactly unbiased perspective and I was like able to analyze everything in a different facet mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah I got a fucking appointment tomorrow bro <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah. it's not it's not a big deal but people I think old like you know the, the old mentality old generation like, old generation is like just toughen up yeah. and it, I I can see where they're coming from like given it in, like an immigrant background because they went through a lot, lot more hell than us mm-hmm. but like for our generation like if we have a problem like it doesn't matter what someone else deems as a problem it's your
1: problem exactly yeah that's a, that's a big thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. And like the whole stigma with like going to counseling and stuff like that. Oh my god! Dude, everyone got
0: therapists. Like when they're older, a lot of people got therapists. Yeah, so a lot of people
1: got therapists. Fix
0: it when you're young, so you don't gotta pay for one when you're older. That's
1: what I'm, <laughs> that. Oh my god, that's what I'm talking about, bro. Oh my god, that's that's it right there. If I put that on a piece of fucking paper, man. I'm
0: not trying to pay for it when I'm older. I'll do it right now. Fix it. Fix it so I like know what I'm doing. I'm solid, and then when I'm older, like I'm I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm ready for anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. See, that was so. Good, like damn, we we got 10 free sessions here, yeah. But once we out, we're gonna be paying money. bills. 100, yeah, 100,
0: nah, I'm not doing that. I don't got money like that yet, right? I'm like, in debt. I don't got money like that.
1: Develop it, develop your coping mechanisms to your stress now. Mm-hmm. Develop like a positive lifestyle, a growth mindset, mm-hmm. growth versus fixed. You know, all about that. Uh, yeah, I think so. We just, you, yeah, so it's like bit. fixed mindset is that you take challenges as like. Um, well, basically, you take criticism as like personal. You mm-hmm. take challenges. as, oh, okay, like okay. Like obstacles you don't want to yeah. like delve with. Versus into. versus
0: uh, versus, you take it as like something you could change or look at. Constructive, yeah, yeah, for long term things
1: like that. And uh, fucking dude, they don't they don't teach us how to be like necessarily people in mm-hmm. school. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's more of like a, a cog. Like you're just a cog in the system. I'm, yeah, I'm a fucking cog, bro. I'm just. Grinding and doing what I have to do in society, but you know you
0: are a person. There's a lot going on in your head. Exactly. A lot it's a
1: complicated brain. Every every person matters. Bro. Yeah,
0: exactly. that I told you that <laughs> before. You like you want me on the show? Like, dude, everyone has a story. Everyone, oh my you know, god, that was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> you yeah, know, every person. Fucking every person matters. has a story. Um, so we're coming up on a little bit more than hour. So okay. wrap it up. Last section is um, what you're doing now. So we're just like are you in your last year or are you taking another year here taking another year for my masters yeah okay so you can finish it with a masters in five years yeah damn Chris, look at this guy nice. Nice. <laughs> right, so, so you're spending another year so the last section is just you discussing what your plans are mm. for the like upcoming future both short and long term um so one is for school like being a teacher and stuff like that um where you see that and then two is do you ever see yourself doing something professionally in dancing or singing
1: or anything like that I see, damn uh, so I'm going get short term. Uh, I'm doing my last year of oil this summer. Mm-hmm. Orientation leader. Sorry. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm planning to make great. And the next semester, I'm doing student observations where I get sent to a school and just watch the teacher. Okay. Something like real relevant and cool shit. That is pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, from there on out, try to get my degree, get my teaching certifications, etc. Find my ass in a full-time job.
0: Nice. Okay. Uh, Solid yeah. plan.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's really where I'm going now. And basically just, you know, all the stuff all the fun stuff will come along the way. Yeah. You can't yeah, really yeah. plan for that. Yeah. As long as you just like, you know, be a cool person. Um long term professionally dancing and singing. Do
0: you ever do you ever consider it?
1: Uh no, not really. Uh like I just wanna keep singing with Carol, my, my singing partner <laughs> for so long. Like we oh man, we told we said we were like uh I told her once, it was like, you know, when we die <laughs> okay that's exciting. i didn't think it was gonna start yeah, yeah, yeah. there <laughs> oh yeah that's how you want to start right i was like, it's like yo when we die we're gonna have to tell it we're gonna have to tell each other what song we want each other to sing over our tombstones. oh
0: damn that's meh cute yeah and then i was like
1: oh, man i can't i can i'll never oh, i can't say that but like it's just really irreplaceable or yeah. you know i mean
0: it's a different relationship it's like a. I talked to Kenny and Goko but they're like singing and stuff like that yeah 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 it's a different bond like I'm tight with Goko and all that it's different though you sing with someone because
1: it's like you're sharing a passion exactly so it's just completely different same thing with dancing yeah so I mean professionally I don't really think so but uh they'll always stay a passion yeah always stay a passion they'll always teach me something about life and they'll mm -hmm. always keep me humble you know nice nice. All right. and the last
0: last thing is what I like doing is I like having my guests saying like one quote Mm -hmm. or something that you deem very important for all the guests that are out there it could be anything that's, like, super simple, mm-hmm. like, something you think is just, like, kind of important. It could be super serious. I had uh, Tomas on for one of the episodes, yeah. and he goes, listen to your mom. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. valid. That's valid. <laughs> that's not even that's wrong. Valid. Like, it's just a good point. <laughs> Damn, bro. I fucked it down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> let's
1: see, let's see, let's see. You can take your time. Oh, man. I got through all, like, the critical lens essays <laughs> my head. No, I'm playing. Um... Mm. Okay, yeah, no, I, I fucked with it. Okay. So, yeah, I learned this back in high school. So, it was Love is the only thing that you can give away and have more of. Wow. I, I always,
0: I feel like I say wow to all of them, but everyone's quote is like, because it comes from a different place for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I like how it's always very like very parallel to whatever they were talking about the entire podcast so that one i feel like it's pretty parallel to what you're talking about <laughs> thank you, dude. um so that wraps it up thank you for all those who tuned into the podcast uh like share subscribe all the usual stuff thanks for watching peace out.